Change for the hope and hope for the change. Am I here? Check, check. Checkity, check, check. Check one, check two. Quoting the great one himself. Wow, look at this. The gain is nothing. There we go. There we go. I knew it was going to happen. YouTube always wants to fuck with things. <clears throat> it can never be good enough. It can never be good. P-51. What did the United States Air Force do? They didn't fuck with it. They said, hey, look, let's just add a Merlin engine in here. Look how more powerful it is. It could shoot down the M uh, ME-262. Let's not fuck with it. Nope. Google, YouTube, they always have to fuck with shit. Hey, we're going to change it here. We're gonna... How the hell are so many people on here? Steve Williams, Tom Cruise, ex-salams. Uh, it's all minor. Eric uh, um, Amheiser? Dante Accardi, my God, you guys are here. Jesus Christ. Dante says the old cap is back. Yes, the old captain is back. The old captain. Um, how's my audio, guys? Does it suck? Because uh, right now I can't tell. Um, old captain's been busy. Old captain has been uh, busting his ass off. Having fun. Escaping snow. Uh, we got three inches of snow in Las Vegas in the past 48 hours. Uh, everybody was freaking out. They canceled school. <laughs> All the retired people from up north, they get a little three. Dude, it didn't even, it didn't even stay on the roads. The roads were warm enough that uh, the snow would melt. Oh, but they had to cancel school. Oh, my God. There's snow outside. We can't possibly. I even looked at the traffic map. And I was like, well, traffic seems to be going okay. You guys are doing fine. Oh, no, we got to cancel school. Jesus Christ. So for all of us uh, snowbirds, we were kind of laughing at the Las Vegans. If there is such a thing, I'm realizing it's a very uh, transitory community. Uh, but Captain's been busy. Captain drove down to Phoenix. Saw the talented Mr. Lee very briefly. Um, he is all now uh, very important, very busy. Um, I kind of liked him when he was unemployed. Oh, do I love people when they're unemployed. Guys, remember the recession. The recession, the ironic thing is even though it, the country was going in the wrong direction, everything was bad, my happiest days in life was during the Obama administration because people were free. They were free to have fun. You guys weren't slaving away at the uh, at the corporate job. You weren't. It wasn't George Bush's economy. If you remember George Bush Jr., booming economy. Um, then there was the uh, Great uh, not the Great Recession. There was the hiccup, the dot com burst, and all the Democrats said it was the worst economy in fifty years. It's like no, the Volcker recession was the worst economy in fifty years. You lying pieces of shit. But uh, then, the, then the Great Recession came, and it was wonderful. It was so wonderful. Oh, the GF got laid off. I had nothing to do. Oh, that's right. I was a minimalist, and I saved my money. I didn't have major expenses. So we could go hang out in South Dakota for two summers in a row. Oh, were they great. Oh, let me tell you about hanging out in South Dakota for two summers in a row. Shooting guns, AR-15, pistol, hunting agates, 
hiking, motorcycle riding. I went out there. Now, the GF made me fat. I'll tell you this story before I tell you about the story of going out to South Dakota. The uh, GF is an amazing cook. Uh, and if she ain't working, she's cooking. Uh, like every woman should be barefoot and pregnant minus the pregnancy because I don't want no kids. Uh, so she made some uh, chicken enchiladas and lasagna with pepperoni and bacon and jalapenos. And it's just, uh, she's an amazing cook. Uh, but the wrong type, I mean, I, I got fat. I did. I got up to the only time I've ever been above 160 uh, was uh, dating the GF. And I thought, oh, you know, I'm Aaron Clary. Fuck you guys. Fuck, I'm not obese. I don't got to worry about weight. I just go run it off. I don't have, I don't pay attention. I don't count calories. I don't count carbs. The CCs are for you uh, carb counting cunts. That's what it is. That's for you Jenny Craig fags. That's what it is. It's for you guys. And then um, I think I got a contract. Like I had a work a part-time gig, a, a business a banking type of thing. So I had to put on khakis. I had to wear, wear business casual. And I put on one set of khakis and the button ate button. I'm like, what the hell? This ain't, this ain't fitting. Then I go try another. I'm like, these, these pants are short too. Then I actually stepped on the scale, which, you know, if you're me, you never do. You know, like, why do you care? And uh, I was 161 pounds and I'd never... Last I weighed myself, I think I was in the 130s, maybe even the 120s. Because what, what, you know, weight hasn't been an issue for me. I'm not sticking my, my finger down my throat with soap to throw up like one of my ex-girlfriends who was a psychotic bitch from California. And uh, I realized, holy shit, I'm overweight. And I wasn't overweight, I guess, for my height and size, but I look like shit and uh there's a picture where I got this gut even, like a little bicycle, spare bicycle tire. And uh, we went out to South Dakota. And uh, in three months, <laughs> I went down to 138 pounds. Because I worked out. I mean, it was hiking and going and running and doing. It's a big adult playground. That's all it is. And uh, I've, half, I've half been tempted, half been tempted. I approached Matt Forney. And Chris Becklove, two gentlemen who could definitely lose weight um, and who I respect in different regards. Uh, everybody might have their complaints about them, and, and certainly I do. But uh, at the same time, I do respect them. But I said, uh, you know, hey, I got I got an idea for you guys. Why don't you have like a weight off or something like that? And uh, neither of them approached me because you're weak. Because you're weak. Weak. You're weak. If I was 40 and I was out there in Georgia or whatever Eastern European country he was, I would be so hiking. Well, not now. I guess it is pretty cold out there. But, man, I would be hiking all over those mountains. There's tons of mountains out, tons of hiking, tons of exploring, things to do. I said, uh, hey, why don't you guys get, you know, like a, a bet and a weight and things and the stuff. Crickets tripping afterwards. So I was thinking um, – because I always lose. I drop at least five to eight pounds when I come out here to the West. I was thinking, uh, like, have Clary's Fat Camp or something for you, uh, you pussy soy boy, MGTOW, virgin towel types. I want to get the girls. Are you ugly and fat? No, I'm just big boned. Yeah, you ugly and fat. 
Come out to Crazy Captain's uh, Fat Boot Camp out west. And we go and we do stuff. All you would do is you'd follow me around. You'd just follow me around. You'd eat what I eat. You'd hike what I hike. Uh, you you burn what I burn. And then uh, you would lose. If I'm losing weight, you're losing weight. I'll tell you that. Definitely would lose weight. And uh, you'd have fun. Well, no, you wouldn't have fun doing it. I've learned that people don't enjoy hiking as much as I do. What? Get up and go walk down by the Colorado River across the desert? Go through canyons and cliffs and look at great formations of beauty? I don't want to do that. What's really sad is when you're out hiking and there's like a little eight-year-old kid uh, and his parents are carrying him. And the little eight-year-old kid has so much of that kid energy. He or she can make it. You know, they're all excited. There's a There's a hike. Over on the other side of the Colorado River in uh, Arizona. Atham looked this up. Uh, Arizona Springs hike. So you shoot out uh, south predominantly, south and a little bit east of uh, Nevada, of Las Vegas. And you go through Boulder City, which is where Lake Mead is. That's That was the city that was built for all the people who built the Boulder Dam. Uh, you go past the Boulder Dam, and then uh, eh, five, ten miles, there's a little pull-off. And one of the rare pull-offs where you can actually cut across the interstate to your left. Like, they don't have you exit. You know, I'm sure they'll change that. They'll make it fucking official because U.S. Department of Transportation or whatever. But you exit, you pull off, uh, you park. Uh, a ton of people there, a ton of people. Uh, everybody's always parking. And uh, then you just hike all the way down to the Colorado River. Now, if you go left, uh, there was one of these. Uh, oh, oh, this is a perfect opportunity to tell you people about it. Um, so non-white people and non-Asian people. Let me. I'm going to tell you a little bit of a hint, a little bit of a clue. Um, I don't know why this is uh, when I see it hiking, but I've seen it at least a dozen times. I'm not joking, at least a dozen times. So nobody wants to hear your shitty rap. It's kind of the equivalent to the small penis dickhead driving his shitty donk. Not a cool donk, but a shitty donk blasting his rap. And the speakers have been blown out, so all you get is static. Um, you guys, no, no one wants to hear your music. And whether you're in your crappy car or whether you're hiking, apparently some of the millennial uh, minority people like to carry... Uh, a mobile speaker and they blast the shitty music very loud, very loud, not loud enough that the three or four people you're hiking with can hear it. No, you got to blast it. So I got to hear it. See, you got blasted. So I got to hear it. And uh, just to let you know, there's this thing called headphones. Uh, you guys might want to try it sometime. Uh, I know you're all very small dicked. I know you're all very insecure. I know you're all, um, like, you have nothing else in life, so you're going to blast your music very loud when uh, a genuine accomplished gentleman such as myself would like to go and hike on this trail. you got to prove to the world you're listening to shitty music. Um, but if you are actually a cultured individual, a gentleman, a scholar, a, a woman of rapport, you would just have your headphones on and listen to like I don't blast Stefan Molyneux or the Dick Show 
or the great one himself or uh, pushing rubber downhill very loud. I don't do that because I have respect for other people that, hey, maybe they don't want to listen to my shitty podcasts. Yeah. But it's not about the music, is it, with you guys? It's not, not that you even like the music. You're telling people, look at me. Look at me. I'm a loser. Has anybody, let me ask you this. <clears throat> Has anybody in the world of blasting their music, you could do Guns N' Roses, uh, Mullet Wearing White Trash. We'll throw the white people in there too because it's the same thing. Uh, and the Ghetto Banger rap or whatever. You guys blast in your music. Do any of you have any accomplishments in life? Like, if you look at them, I seriously look at them. Not that the car tells you everything, but you look at them. Like that's your best. That's 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 how you're gonna show yourself to the world. That's your A game. You're gonna blast shitty music, and don't tell me because you like the music. You wanna. It's not about the music. It's about showing off. Showing off your inferiority. Showing off your patheticness. I got nothing going on. I'm blast my music. Blast my music. Can't just relegate it to the car. Hell no. I got to go hiking. Like, I purposely sometimes hike to avoid people. Like, oh, yeah, you know, every once in a while, I'll, I'll run into somebody. You go out to Canyonlands National Park, you run into some hippie baby boomers. They're like, hey, man, like, is it 1968? No, you got to fucking die soon. And your children hate you, and your grandchildren don't know your fucking name. Dude, man, but they they kind of keep to themselves. Maybe I smell pot. Maybe maybe there's some pot. All right, I'll tolerate that. I'm a libertarian. But I don't need my ears raped by your shitty-ass fucking music. And that's what you people do. You got nothing else going on. You got, no, you're not accomplished. You're not a uh, mentionable individual. You're just cookie-cutter bullshit. You're the guy wearing his pants drooped down by his legs. Oh, wow. How edgy. You're playing your music very loud. Oh, my God. Look at you. You're wearing your pants drooped down in between your knee and your hip. Of which is a great story. I don't know if I told that before. Ever tell you guys a story before when I was working security and drunk black guy? And he was black. And, yes, only you black guys do it. Terribly sorry. Um not being racist, pointing out facts. Shove it up your ass. Drunk black guy had his pants down, you know, droopy pants. And the guy was like, I think even my age, he certainly wasn't a teenager. I'm like, come on, what what in F's name? Show some respect. Don't don't fucking perpetrate the, the stereotype for God's sake. I know, I know, you black gentlemen out there, you don't, hey, that's not us. I know, I know it isn't, but this this one guy was. And he was hooray, he was fine until he started harassing some people. And then uh, the people complained, and I got that. I'm like, all right, well, I better go do something about it. And I was all nice and polite because you have to be. That's the trick. See, when there's witnesses, you have to be nice and polite. And you have to do it because as uh, not a cop, as not a uh, uh, agent of the law, I am a civilian, so if you ever do anything to somebody, it has to be uh, 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 codified under the law. In other words, cops got a little bit more leeway than your average civilian, because otherwise it could be construed as assault. 
So this guy, he's just drunk. I'm like, sir, you know, do you have a hotel here, sir? Do you have a room here, sir? I don't really, sir, 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 sir. Being plus, sir, I'm going to have to you know, award you with trespassing. If you don't leave, and I will have to call the cops. Then he starts uh, yelling and cursing. So I'll kick your ass, whitey, blah, blah, blah. Um, it makes a move. And I'm like, okay, that's it. And the greatest thing, well, not the greatest thing ever, but up there up there with the greatest things ever uh, is where I got to pull that guy's pants down because it was the easiest way to disable him. <laughs> and he was already to say that guy was drunk as hell and, and which is all right. So, uh, but I pulled his pants, <laughs> maced him. I forgot. I maced him. Well, hey, Aaron, isn't there a big, yeah, there's like, I copped out, maced him, pulled his pants down, pushed him over and you can just drag the guy out. <laughs> That's what it is. You guys blasting your ghetto shitty ass music or Guns and Roses in case you're wearing a mullet and you happen to be in Anoka wearing your Polaris jacket. Uh, you're trash. You're freaking trash. I don't need to hear it when I'm hiking on this trail going down to the Colorado River. We don't need to hear it. Nobody, nobody needs to know how small your penis is. We don't need you to announce it. You don't need to like blast the music with your little thing. And, uh, and how good is the music anyway? Music has not changed almost in 20 damn years. Not to give the guy a hat tip, but I was listening to uh, Bernard Chapin. It's Chapin's Inferno, and he was talking about music, and he does throw occasional good music back on from the 90s and whatnot. And he was talking about how everything is rap, and I'm inclined to agree with him. The cars haven't changed. Thankfully, the cars have moved away from that boxy 80s, late 70s kind of look. But the cars haven't changed. They look the exact same. I couldn't tell you the difference between 2006 and a 2016 car. I really couldn't. Uh, and the music, oh, who's calling me now? There we go. Look at that shit. Uh, and the music hasn't changed either. It's all like pop rap. I guess that's like 80% of it. Then some of it's country, if anybody listens to that anymore. And then it's the hard ass. Far as I'm concerned, the only people legitimate rappers would have been Run DMC, Cypress Hill, uh, Beastie Boys. Uh, you could say that's more funk uh, than than uh, than rap. But I don't need to hear your shit anyway. So there's this hike. You go across the river, go across the Colorado. You're in Arizona, Arizona uh, Hot Springs Trail. Exit left. Park. People. Dumbass, non-white people listening to shitty-ass music, blasting because, like, hey, our penises aren't big enough, so they got to, like, let people know. So the route splits, and uh, me and the GF, I was with the GF this one time. I went there before. Uh, it splits. It goes left, then it goes right. If you go right, that's a separate trail. It goes down to the river. Then you cut left, and you come back up the other trail. You go left. It does go down to the river. You cut right. You come up that trail uh, the other way. So it's basically a loop. Um, but they were Middle Eastern, I think. And they were trying to figure it out. And you could tell they didn't know which way to go because they're tourists. 
they're fucking tourists. That's what they were. And so uh, they kind of looked a little bit lost. And we we caught up with them because, you know, I heard them. I said, where do you guys want to go? Like, we're going to Colorado River. Now, keep in mind, both trails go to Colorado River. I'm like, oh, yeah, you want to go down that way? You want to go that way? That'll get you to Colorado River. And they said, are the springs down that way? I said, yes, you got to go down and you cut left and you come back up a different route. Like, oh, the springs are that way? I'm like, yes, the springs are that way. <laughs> and they went right. I went left because I knew the springs were off to the left. They'd have to come up the other way. They'd still hit the springs, but I didn't have to listen to their fucking shitty ass rap music. How sad is that, though, too? Like in the Middle East uh, or even Asia, all of Asia, uh, they, they listen to rap. Mexico, uh, Latin America, South America, Central America, or anybody who speaks Spanish, you, you know, even the Portuguese, you listen to reggaeton. What in fuck's How is it any different than any other shit that was ever played before? How? Oh, that was bad times. That was bad times. Go salsa dancing, be salsa dancing. And then later, and they played the reggaeton. And you just like sit it out. You're like, I'm, I'm not going to do this. If not, by that time, you go home or score your girl. Anyway, I sent the Middle Easterners down the wrong way. Because I'm a dickhead white male. Because I exercised my privilege. And then they took their loud ass, shitty ass music with them. Boom, digga boom, digga boom, digga boom, digga boom. Boom, digga boom, digga boom, digga boom. And they got, then they got quieter and quiet. Boom, digga went away anyway so this hike <clears throat> if you guys ever come out to the Vegas, Vegas, baby you ever come out to the Vegas, Vegas, uh arizona hot springs so southeast park hike left go over this little hill then you drop precipitously serious hike and then you get to this hot springs, and I do mean hot. I think it's got to be about 105, maybe 110. I don't know. What does wa water boil at? Um, it's hot enough. I remember the first time I went down it, uh, I had to, like, basically run through it, but it's it's up to your waist almost. Uh, and then uh, it gets to a – they put fake uh, sand – well, they put real sandbags to make fake dams. So then the next uh, pool of water, they dam it up three different spots. And it gets cooler progressively as you go down. Uh, but the second pool is just about, you know, one too hot, one too cold, one's the other about just right. And so uh, this one's just right. But you got to get through that hot springs. And it's the coolest thing ever, guys. Uh, seriously, you ever come out to Las Vegas, there's uh, a couple hikes I recommend. One is Black Mountain. Two is the Golden Spike Trail. And then this one, the Arizona Hot Springs Trail. Uh, you see where the water's jetting out almost. Just out of this rock. It's just, it's just this rock, and it's jetting out. Up above, ain't no water. Below, there's this water just jetting out. And it really makes you wonder about geology. or uh, ge ge Geology. Yes, geology, not geography. Geology. Because you're thinking like, well, is the magma like two feet below our feet? What? Why is it so hot? Is this going to erupt into a volcano? What? How is it so hot? And, it, and I never understood hot springs. Uh, but it's just jetting out of there and it forms that pool and you got to get through it. It's very hot. And then um, you kind of run your way through. And then there's another one. You just sit and chill out. Uh, but it's a really cool hike, really great hike. And if you're going to do the Arizona Springs, please 
bring some swimming trunks. Half the people are naked down there anyway. Everybody's changing into the things and the stuff. I got my swimming trunks. I put it on before first. And then um, the GF had her bikini on. And Oh, my God. Women. Oh. Women. They just. You're not equal, girls. You're just not. You're not. You're you're superior in others. They, they say, oh, you're not. You're saying women shouldn't be treated. No, no. You didn't hear what I said. Women are not men. That's the best way to put it. Women are not men. You women make horrible men. You make the world's worst men. Men make horrible women, by the way. Have you seen the millennials? Have you seen the soy boys? Have you seen those guys? They can't even give birth or milk uh, feed or breastfeed. They can't do it. Uh, but you girls are definitely not men. We get there like, there's water. I'm like, I told you. Days ago, there's water here, thus the swimming trunks in your bikini. That's why we're coming. Well, I don't know. No, 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 We don't do that here. You're going through this. There's no other way back. And then women are all like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like it. You know, guns, booze, jazz, sex. Anything fun, they don't want to do initially. Like, oh, I don't know. Ah, ah, ah. Then when they do it, like, oh, wow, that was great and amazing experience. Yeah, no fucking shit. My name's Aaron Clary. And I knew this was going to happen because I've dated the GF for quite some time now. I'm like, all right, all right. I'm like, look, we're gonna, there's water. It's very hot. You're going to have to get through it. Up front, up front. Like, hey, we got, we got to do this. Otherwise, we don't get it. Then we got to go back, and that's not going to be as fun. And uh, she, she agreed. Blah, blah, blah. But even then, even then when you warn them, you tell them, hey, there's a big purple tarantula at the end of this quest. Oh, my God, there's a big purple tarantula at the end of this quest. Like, yeah, no fucking shit, bitch, like I told you 48 hours ago. So she... She's scared. And, blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, God damn it. God fucking damn it. I'm like holding her. My legs are burning up because the water is all super hot. I'm like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Get across. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, then it's fine. Then, oh, that was great. That was wonderful. But it's it's that it's that point in time where you warn them about, maybe I'm just me. Maybe I'm just too, too much of an asshole. Maybe I'm just too... Uh, I don't know. I'll suffer the pain. I'll rip the Band-Aid off. Whatever. Let's go. We got to go through it. It's inevitable. Why am I worried about it? I guess everybody wants to sit there and hem and haw and worry about, oh my God, it's hot. Fuck. So that's that's the hike out there. Anyway, the old captain has been busy. I have already gotten emails. Hey, are you alive? Are you busy? Yes, captain's fine. Captain's fine. Uh, the captain did go down to Tucson and Phoenix. Hung out with Chaplain Dave. Good old Chaplain Dave. Any of you girls looking for a good quality man, let me know. He's a good guy. Uh, he's he's half Thai. Um, and uh, he's about as short as me. So I guess none of you girls are really going to want him. <laughs> I understand. I understand. You girls don't like uh, short guys. We don't like fat chicks. Uh, but there's a, a surplus of us all. Uh, but I went down there, hung out with Chaplain Dave, did some great hiking. 
Um, and I say great, it was it was one of those things again where the it wasn't fun at first. It was well, it wasn't fun at all. But after you finished it, you're like, wow, that was cool. I, I accomplished something. Uh, Tucson got a ton of rain. And so all the canyons were uh, bleeding out, like uh, lots of rapids. And uh, there was this hike called the Bear Canyon Trail. And uh, I tried to hike it, and I couldn't get – you had to cross over because otherwise it was private property. And they they meant it. I mean, th those people will shoot you because it's Arizona. Uh, but I, there was no way to cross the river. So then I drove all the way down and back up to do Sabino Canyon, which is the next canyon over. And I was going to hike to Bear Canyon. So I, I paid my $85 to get my annual National Parks Pass. So that'll help me out later on when I go travel the country this year. Uh, I crossed the Sabino Canyon wash. The water was coming through. It was maybe two feet deep, and it was rushing very quickly. Uh, then I got to Bear Creek, and I had to cross Bear Creek or Bear Canyon, Bear Wash, whatever you want to call it. I had to cross it at least five times, and the fifth time, uh, it was coming up to my waist, and um, if you've ever tried to cross a rushing water, uh, that water is hitting you at between 15 and 20 miles an hour. Um, one slip, and you're you're gone. Like, you wipe out, and you, the worst thing that would happen, you hit your head, you get knocked out, and you drown. So we're talking serious shit. And I don't, I don't say that lightly. I know a lot of people. Oh, it's very dangerous. You know, we got to lower the the DUI, their uh, BAC, from point one to point oh eight. No, 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 no. This is like, <clears throat> this is like, I'm in the middle of a stream. I'm like, oh shit, this is very dangerous. There's actually a high risk. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd mess up here. Um, so the last time I went through, it got up to my waist, and uh, you can't tell. Uh, how deep your next step is going to be because the water's mixed in with you. It's not clear. You can't see it. You can kind of, I, you can guesstimate it based on uh, how wide it is. The wider it is the same volumes going through. So it's flatter. So it's uh, shallower water. Um, but then you, you see this water going by and you're like, I can't see the next step. So you have to stand on one foot balancing against 20 mile an hour water gallons rushing against that one leg and then take your other leg and kind of feel it out to make sure you got yourself a stable foothold because there's rocks and things and stuff. And it could be three feet deep. And so uh, it was quite the balancing act. Uh, thank God I took ballroom dancing, uh, but it was the balancing act to uh, just make it across. And it was, that was uh, scary enough that what I decided to do was I would hike back on one side of the river. I wasn't going to cross the river again. And what that meant is uh, the trail cuts across the stream because that's the easiest way to hike. Otherwise, you run into cliffs. And uh, it was safer to actually scale the cliffs and hike across, and not even hike across, but climb across. Because let me let me tell you how badass. Actually, you know what? Let me get me. I'm going to get something to eat. Hang on. I'll be back. Then I'll tell you this amazing story about how awesome I am.
Uh, anyway, uh, it was pretty badass. I won't lie. Uh, because the water goes up against cliffs and then the trail would be on the other side, but the trail is underneath water because there's so much water going through. So you basically crawl on the cliff and you could go all the way to the top that that could be at times 100, 200 feet high. And that's a lot of scaling. Or you could just climb sideways across the cliff to get to the next flat point where there isn't water on that same side of the river. And that's what I did. I ended up scaling these cliffs sideways to get past the water on the other side. And that's, um, that was, that was what made it fun. Anyway. So it was not fun at the time, but when you look back at it, I was like, that's one of the more memorable hikes. And it's one of those things that had to be done. Women would just stay on the other side. Let's go across. This isn't picking on the GF. This is any woman. This is any woman. There's water. Oh, my God. This is why we make more money than you girls. You girls are superior to us in other facets and aspects. But uh, in in this particular case, accomplishment and achievement, uh, men just dominate. Terribly sorry. Aaron, aren't you somewhat unique? Wouldn't men, yes, yes, mere mortal men would probably cower on the other side of the water like my girlfriend. They would sit there and and, and, and eep. Eep, eep. But men, for the most part, we would forge the river. We'd be like, oh, we gotta get across it somehow. Let's go. We wouldn't fret. We wouldn't worry about it. Oh, all right. Uh, maybe we should do some sponsors. Oh, that's what I was going to say, though. But uh, the captain was busy. Captain uh, went down to Tucson. And I just chilled out. I just chilled. I did some uh, videos, um, but minimal work. Uh, yes, everybody who's in asshole consulting, you're in the docket. I got it. Yes, yes. I'll be doing that soon. Uh, then I went to San Diego. Hung out with a buddy of mine, went golfing, uh, and we, he's like, hey, it's 25 bucks for a cart. I'm like, what? We're young. We can do it. He's my age. He's 44, 43. We can do that. We we don't need no cart. We can do it. And then it ended up being the longest 18 holes ever (laughs) because not to not to give you too much boring golf detail, but um, par is uh, how many strokes it should take you to get into the hole if you're a professional. And so if there's a there's a course or a hole that's like par three, it should take you three shots. All right, one to blast it out, get it close to the green, you know, the putting range. The second one, uh, you should be able to put that really close to the hole on the actual putting green. And then the third hit, you know, par three would be you hit it in the hole. Uh, we were doing all par fives. That's all this was. Like you blast it, you blast it, you chip it, maybe chip it again, and then um, and then you put it in. Uh, it was a long hike, and uh, my golf bag. Uh, Weighs more than the average person's golf bag, not because of the clubs, but because I have packed it full of found golf balls. Um, it's the poverty thing in me, you know. It's like, oh, I get free golf balls, you know. And I've stocked up three golf bags with golf balls, so uh, if anyone ever comes visit me, I, you know, me, the GF, and my buddies can go golfing. 
But uh, my golf bag has well over 300 golf balls in it, and uh, those all weigh a certain amount, and they do weigh you down. So I'm schlepping about a 45-pound bag on foot uh, nine miles. I did it on the the Fitbit thing. It was nine miles. I, I by the end of the day, I was we we uh you know oh yeah I'm gonna work out I'm gonna hit the gym and then uh, we hop in the car we had a water and um, it was just from uh, Star Wars where they shut down the tractor beam just and uh, yeah and then the captain went to bed slept many hours and then uh the next day we got coffee bobbity bow boobity b then i drove all the way from san diego to las vegas uh and that was taxing and tiring because of some uh far east la traffic and then i got back and uh all i've been doing has been sleeping i think i've slept 20 out of the past 24 hours i look at my uh the fitbit tracks your sleep and all I've been doing is sleeping. So I've been driving and sleeping. So for all you, you know, oh my God, where are you, you, you taking a vacation? Are you away? Like, no, no, just just doing the Clary thing. That's what we're doing. Um, let's do some sponsors. Love Letters to the Left. If you like my uh, blog, then you will love Love Letters to the Left. Uh, it's the best of Cappy Cap. I always back up my blog in case the Googles or the YouTubes decide to delete it. And the third incarnation of the best of of the blog is Love Letters to the Left. Uh, I have redone the covers for all the best of of the blogs, which includes Captain Capitalism Top Shelf, Captain Capitalism Reserved, and now the most recent one, Love Letters to the Left. Uh, They have pinup models uh, drawn uh, in the classy 1950s style, although one is a little bit more New age, I would say, uh, showcasing different artist talents. So not only for the uh, information and love letters to the left and some great writing, you can get yourself a nice little piece of uh, 1950s Americana chicky babe poo stuff going on. So love letters to the left. You can go ahead and buy that over there. There's the Pence Principle. Uh, lessons all men must learn from the uh, Brett Kavanaugh chaos. Uh, Vice President Pence does not dine or be alone with women, and that's what the book is named after. And since there's all this nice, fakey, rapey accusations, and oh my God, I was assaulted, and oh my God, he felt my ass in 1973. Um, God, I, I'd like to say it was the baby boomers, but I think uh, Kavanaugh and Blasey Ford, they're maybe maybe Gen Xers. Um, not I, I hope I hope not that I want to sustain and defend the uh, reputation of Gen X, but God, I hope they I hope they're young boomers. Anyway, uh, to make sure that you don't get falsely accused of rape or other bullshit, get the Pence Principle written by Randall Bentwick. Find that on Amazon.com as well as Trade the Ratio. Trade the Ratio written by our good friend Glorious Carl. Glorious Carl has an introductory and advanced book compiled into one. The first half is about, hey, uh, how do I invest in precious metals? What are precious metals? Should I invest in precious metals? And the second one is a little bit more advanced, uh, 
algorithm technique trading format by which you could trade in and out of silver, gold, and cash and make yourself a little bit of profit because gold and silver do not shit out little dividends of little golds and silver. So check that out, the trade ratio. <clears throat> uh, you can find that on Amazon.com. TheMensAdvocate.net. TheMensAdvocate.net. If you are a gentleman and you have been divorced or divorced rape or you're looking at divorce, or you're just a guy and like divorce is in your sphere, go to TheMensAdvocate.net. Check that out. Uh, support, blah, 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 standard guy bullshit. Uh, it's not Terrence Poppian. Where it's like, gutteria, no. Which everybody's laughing at right now because that's funny as fuck. Uh, but themensadvocate.net, check that out. Orionscoldfire.com, check out orionscoldfire.com. Uh, not only for conservative, libertarian, traditionalist type of commentary, but he also has a great photo gallery because he is a professional photographer. And... Um, the pictures are really good. And I have been in exact spots where he has taken photos. Like, here's a picture of a uh, Siranawa temple. I'm like, I've been there. I'm, I'm like right where you are standing. I'm like, I know exactly where you are. Uh, Academiccomposition.com. A good buddy, Alexi. If you are looking to have somebody write your books, or write your books, write your papers, your college papers for you. Go to academiccomposition.com. And then also, if you're looking to work, if you say, oh, I'm a worthless liberal arts major, and I finally saw the light and realized I'm just a lazy, no good fuck who didn't want to work hard. And that's why I majored in English, but I can write really good. And matter of fact, all my college experience has been writing Marxist, leftist, indoctrinated bullshit. Uh, there's a place for you to work. It's called academiccomposition.com. Go there, contact Alexi. Uh, tell him that the captain sent you um, and he'll probably likely hire you if you're not bad shit insane by the way by the way if you're like oh my god this sucks writing Marxist leftist bullshit yes yes it does work sucks it does suck um, and so does doing his other job that he hires for marketing um, none of it is fun or rewarding that's why you're paid a fucking salary well, not even a salary. You're paid a wage because Alexi only does uh, 1099 contract employees. But, um, yeah, I don't like, oh, my God. I, I feel bad for the guy because he gets, ah, there's a lot of you dipshits out there. A lot of you dipshits. Like, oh, I go work for him. Oh, it sucks. Fuck it. You know, and, and he's like, dude, I can't find enough reliable writers. It's like, well, yeah, because, you know, most people suck. Um Anyway, if you're coming from my field of the world, this is like kind of a, hey, I need money. I want to work from home emergency option. All right. Contact Alexi. Don't fuck around. Don't be like, oh, this isn't fun. Yeah, no shit. Writing about uh, female vagina intersectionality, blackness, uh, Hispanicness. Really? You know, that would suck. Pulling shit out of your ass, spitting yarn. Really? That sucks. No kidding. Really? Hey, are you getting fucking paid? Well, I guess then you're not wasting your life. So contact Alex at academiccomposition.com. Very mention pushing rubber downhill. Pushingrubberdownhill.com. Also a book by the same name, Pushing Rubber Downhill. 
Adam Pickett. Check that out. Our good friend over in Europe still. I think he's in Holland. I think he's in Holland still. Uh, he's single now, so ladies, if you're looking for a quality man uh, that has quality things going on, you could go and contact Alex. At acad- uh, not academic. Uh, PushingRubberDownhill.com. Also, Run Guts, Pull Clones is the other name of his other book. He's writing a third one. Sorry, I got the hiccups in the burp. Oof. Check him out. PushingRubberDownhill.com. Podcast. Uh, book. And uh, YouTube. No, not YouTube. Uh, a website channel. Uh, he has everything over there at PushingRubberDownhill.com. The hyphen quintessentialist.blogspot.com. You can go check out his site there. Uh, he does uh, movie reviews so that you don't have to waste your time. Very good resource. Very good site to go like say, hey, do I want to see this movie? No, I don't. Thank you very much, the quintessentialist. You saved me two hours of my time, three hours including commute, and $20 of my money because women never pay for their own fucking way. That's <laughs> I do have to hat tip to the Gen X women. The Gen X women did actually offer to pay. So I, uh, I will tip my hat to those ladies. They did do that. They are lying fucking cunts otherwise and uh, drama queens. But, you know, at least you did offer to pay for your fair share of your burger. Thank you very much, Gen X ladies. Hope you die in molten lava. Oh, Aaron, that's so cruel and harsh. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, but then the quintessentialist also wrote a book called To Papa to Patsy. Um, that is the collection of Thomas Jefferson's, uh, I was going to say email, which didn't exist in those days, uh, letter exchanges between him and his daughter, Patsy. Uh, so get that, To Papa to Patsy. Uh, you know Thomas Jefferson as a president and a historic figure. You don't know him as an individual and a father. If you'd like to get to know one of our founding fathers, check out Thomas Jefferson's uh, email exchange. Mail exchange between him and his daughter to Papa to Patsy. You can find that on Amazon.com. Oh, shit. How can you? Hi, Aaron. Oh, my God. Can I give you money? Yes. Yes, you can. How can I give you money, Aaron? Well, here's, I'm reading it through my notes here. I got to. Notepad document I just pull up. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash Aaron Clary. You can donate money there. What do you get? Nothing. You can go to uh, olderbrother.com slash donate, and you will see the three different links. You can you can click on Patreon. You can click on PayPal. You can click on Amazon. So Patreon, you get nothing. PayPal, hey, you donate money to me on pay, uh, PayPal. They only take 2.75%. What do you get? Nothing. Now, if you do, if you swear, by God almighty, here comes big-titted Molly. If you swear to do all your online shopping through my Amazon affiliate program, which you can find that link by going to olderbrother.com slash donate, and you just click on that link. You don't have to log in. There's no sign-up. You just shop. You just shop. That's all there is to it. Uh, then I get a seven to a six to seven percent cut of all your purchases, and um, 
then I, I, I make money. That's basically how it works. You don't, you don't pay anything extra. Uh, it's just we take it from – we're taking money. All you people who hate Jeff Bezos, all you, he's a leftist liberal, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, well, do all your online shopping through my Amazon affiliate link. Go to olderbrother.com slash donate. Click on the Amazon link. Don't do it on your phone. Don't do it for your computer. No, to love and cherish the Capmeister by going to olderbrother.com slash donate. Click on the Amazon banner. You can go to captaincapitalism.blogspot.com. Click on the Amazon banner there too. It's just not as prominent. And then buy your shit and I make money. And it doesn't cost you anything more. You're going to get the stuff that you cost anyway. Or you were going to buy anyway. Um, it doesn't cost you anything more. It's not like it's 6 or 7% more. It's just I get – it's free money for God's sake. It's free money for me, for me. That way you don't have to donate money. Although I have gotten donated. I got a $500 donation. Holy shit. Just a guy out of the blue is like, hey – you know, help me out, blah, blah, blah. You know, thanks for everything. It was $500. I'm like, holy shit. So, yeah, if you want to donate $500, but do that. Uh, that's your Patreon account right there. But um, I prefer you guys get something in exchange for it. Uh, we did that. We did that. Oh, do I have to talk about my books? I guess I should talk about my books. Reconnaissance, man. Black man's guide out of poverty. That's for all you black gentlemen who are in poverty and want to get out. If you're a black man and you're out of poverty, or if you're in poverty and you're not black, the book isn't for you. Bachelor Pad Economics, that's the book everybody should be reading right now. That is the, by far, the most popular book ever of all my uh, writing books. Everything else I've written has been uh, an essay. Uh, really only a... Uh, 200 pages or less, uh, which is fine. I, there, there are essays that need to be written. Not everything needs to be a 500-page uh, complete work. But Bachelor Pad Economics is definitely uh, a book everybody should buy and read. Worthless. Young Person's Indispensable Guide to Choosing the Right Major. For all of you who are about to uh, graduate from high school, or for those of you who know someone's about to graduate from high school this spring, Get them that book to say, hey, your life is hopeless and you're majoring in stupid shit. Don't major in that crap. I love you, Uncle Tom. Enjoy the decline, accepting and living with the death of the United States. Curse of the High IQ. That's for everybody listening because if you're listening to this podcast, that book is for you. And I am not joking. Uh, I'm amazing. I'm amazing. Yes, I will pat my own back. Uh, that book has helped many thousands of people uh, realize the situation they're in and realize it's not you, it's them. And to write a book like that saying like, hey, the rest of the world's fucked up. Test your IQ. Holy shit, you got an IQ of 147? Oh, maybe you're not meant to fit in. Everyone's like, oh my God, until I read this book. <laughs> even though I'm making fun of incredibly intelligent people with that voice. Uh, yeah, get that book, guys and gals. Are there any women listening in? Hang on, let's go to the, let's go to the chat screen. If there are any women, hit one. 
Oh, there's Bacon Maldito with his. Ah, uh, he's got his. He got his donation. There's Steve Williams with his donation. I'll get. I'll get to the super chats later, guys. I'll. I'll get to that. I'm kind of curious if there aren't any women. God bless you if you are. You are of the uh, toughest quality. Uh, so uh, uh, Poor Richard's retirement. That's for everybody. Everybody should read Poor Richard's retirement. Ave Maria. And why did you mention Ave Maria? Because there's a great version of it on um, Hitman, the video game. What about Spoke Collins versus Robert Downhill? Got that. Oh, League of Extraordinary Podcasters. Hey, guys, check out Canto Talk. Uh, I know we have a fair amount of Hispanic Latino type of dudes and dudettes out there. Uh, and if you want to hear a non-leftist, you know, Ocasio-Cortez ranked Marxist feminist cunt, uh, check out Silvio Canto. Uh, Canto is spelled C-A-N-T-O. And uh, unlike uh, Cortez, he actually lived under communism and he didn't have rich parents and he escaped Cuba. He has a book called Cubanos in Wisconsin. Uh, if you're looking for a very interesting, I wouldn't say the best book ever, but a very interesting book, read how he ended up becoming a Green Bay Packers fan <laughs> coming from uh, Cuba. He li- they, they, they moved. So they inevitably get out of Cuba, right? And Castro and all that other shit. All right. So they're in Jamaica for a while. They're in hiatus. And then they get to uh, they get to America. And instead of being smart like the rest of the Cubans, his family decides, I don't know what the connection was. I think there was a banker or something. They end up in like Green Bay, Wisconsin. <laughs> and it's cold and snowy and shit. Uh, but then Silvio played football like the real one, not the pussy shit that the fucking faggots in the Latino American community play. With the you know, with the no hands, we're talking American football where there's actually tackling, and you're not complaining because your leg got I'm injured. <laughs> we're talking the real. You want to talk about a true uh, immigrant American story? Uh, get that book, Cubanos in Wisconsin, written by Silvio Canto. But he also has a podcast, Canto Talk, C A N T O Canto Talk. You can find that on uh, BlogTalkRadio.com. O'Shea Jackson, our good buddy over in Poland. Uh, I got to talk to him. I got to interview him. Economic Invincibility. You can find him on YouTube as well. Jibfear138.blogspot.com. Uh, I'm hoping he's still alive. Nobody's heard from him in a while. DJMartinell.com. He's our prepubescent good little Catholic boy. He's just such a good little Christian boy. He might have copped a feel in his time. He might have seen a girl's boobies at that time. Uh, he's just a nice kid. Just a nice Yeah, Hey, where have all the good men gone? I don't know, ladies. Maybe go to tjmartinell.com. There's your good guy. There's your... Fa- I, I know I bust his balls a lot because I have to because he's him. Uh, but... <laughs> I don't know what you girls want more than that. The fact that guy is single is insane. He's a good-looking dude. He is a strap. Uh, the true definition of strapping is a strapping young man. He hikes. He's got a dog. He's individualistic. He's 
Oh, he's a little bit nerdy. Yeah, okay, he's, that's fine. But he, that that just adds the flavor and the charm. And uh, yeah, he's just a good-looking guy. And you girls throw that shit away, huh? Yeah, fuck that shit. You don't want no, you don't want no T.J. Martinell action, do you? We have all the good men go. Well, they're up in the Cascades, apparently. So listen to his podcast. Check out his website, tjmartinell.com. But then also, if there's, I don't know, the two or three of you women that are listening, if you're looking for a guy, contact TJ. How about this? Contact me first so he doesn't just get this email out of the blue and think of some Russian hacker. Say, hey, Cappy, I'm very interested in TJ Martinell. I heard he hit puberty last week. And even though he has three pubes, I, I would like to start to uh, engage in a relationship of fornication with him. And I say, like, okay, Annie, Sue, Jessica, whatever your name is, we could go ahead. We'll we'll do that. I'll, I'll say it with TJ. Because that's how bad it is. If a girl just comes out of the blue and says like, hey, I like you. It's like, yeah, fuck, what's wrong? <laughs> we think you're a Russian hacker. That's the problem. Uh, smallscalelife.com. Check out our good friend Tom. World-class bullshitters. Uh, they don't pay me. They don't do anything for me. I just refer to them. Because if you want to escape the uh, political world and get some uh, comic book uh, movie geekery going on, you can do that. Entrepreneurs in Cars, our good friend Rich Cooper, with his very gray beard, he will be a very good Santa Claus someday. MichaelKingswood.com slash RSS. Or you can just go to noncommunistsciencefiction.com. And our good friend, Dr. David Perodin at safetyphd.com. Check him out. Jim All right. Oh, I'm going to do all these super chats. Oh, there's not that many. Thank God. Thank God there's not that much money. <laughs> Thank God I'm not making as much money as I thought I would. Uh, Bacon Maldito for $5.56, which is exactly the caliber of ammo. Blasting Clary podcast is fun. Hiking around the socialists in the Pacific Northwest. I think that's what PNW means. Love the looks I get. Says I'm not the right color. Oh, dude, bacon! Are you blasting the Clary podcast with the freaking uh with the with the uh? You're not you're not wearing headphones. You're doing the thing that they do to us. Oh God, that's great, man. <laughs> oh, dude, that's oh wow. They gotta listen long enough to hear me curse and swear though. That's the problem with. No, talk radio, I guess, is what you call it. Because um, they wouldn't be able to, you, you, they got to be like within earshot. Thank God. Thank you. Uh, and then Bacon Maldito is the, hang on, the damn bacon. Hang on. The God. Oh, here it is. The goddamn bacon. Goddamn bacon. There we go. A goddamn bacon, not damned, damn bacon. The goddamn bacon. Check out Bacon Maldito's site. 
Nothing on it, dude. What's going on here? I got it on anyway. He put the side together and he pays me. So what the hell? Luis. Ah, good old Luis. I was thinking about visiting Luis uh, on my way out, but I was just too damn tired and I had to get home. Uh, Luis says, just here to show Cappy some love. Thank you, Luis. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, if you ever come out here, Luis, you got yourself a couch to crash on. And there's a really cool comic book store we got to go check out. Uh, and it's not just comic books, but it's like got a ton of uh, board games and everything. It's like a library. It's freaking awesome. Uh, so we got to check that out. Lon B. Showing some su support for the Cappy value for value. Uh, Lon B. Lon B is new. I've never seen Lon B. Well, thank you very much, Lon B. Are you a guy or a gal? Just going to zoom a guy. But thank you very much. Scroll, scroll down here. Bacon Maldito. Before I forget, monthly reminder to update MP3s. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I know, dude. I know, I know. I got to do. Well, can you, can you go on the internets and just download them from there, uh, from SoundCloud? I thought that you could do that uh, from SoundCloud. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but uh, yeah, I gotta do that. I gotta do that. And this ain't even the older brother podcast. This is the uh, this is the Clary podcast, which I will save as MP3. David Miller's in the house. Triple M's in the house. It's all minor. Future Wiz. Look at all you Hanyakers. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Keep it going. Keep this one rolling raw high. Oh, was that it? Oh, great. I can go home. I can go home. Was that all the super chats? There's Bacon. I think I'm free. Ah, damn it. Oh, Nick, you fucker. God damn it, Nick. Now I can't go home. Nick, for $5, keeping me hostage. Has anyone heard of a negative attractiveness scale? Lately, people keep telling me I'm a negative 5 out of 10. Has anyone heard of that, or is this just my area? Well, Nick, let's take a look at you. I don't know, Nick. You're on Facebook. Uh, we've interacted before. You don't. Negative 5 has got to be, like, horrific. I don't think you could. I don't think you could really be a negative five. I mean, you got to be like this fat, ugly chick. I saw. Uh, oh, what was it? It had the villain from James Bond in Casino Royale, uh, and he was the hero of the film. And I loved it because he was just killing a bunch of millennial douchebag fucks. Um, it was a Netflix exclusive and it was like 20. Well, I guess I could look it up. Couldn't I? 2019. Nineteen polar. 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 Yeah. Uh, check this movie out, Polar. It's good. <laughs> it's, 
I know it's only got three stars on uh, whatever IMBD, but Polar, holy shit, it's great. It is. It's violent and gory as fuck. I, I'm not much for a gore guy, but I had to tolerate it. Uh, yeah, he, he's basically Snake Plissken in the end. Me and my buddies were watching it, and we were saying, like, okay, so he's Snake Plissken. He's also John Wick. Luis, you'd love it. Oh, dude, Luis. Man, if you're listening now, go check this shit out. Uh, Polar. 2019 you gotta you gotta check this out uh it's it's totally uh up our alley the john wick thing um but then also uh what was it it's got elements of john wick and uh solid snake and um oh what was the movie uh the professional very much elements. You take all those three things you combine. The professional is that uh, uh, French actor with a very young uh, Natalie Portman, by the way, uh, if you guys remember that uh, long ago. Uh, but she's like 12 or 11 or something like that. Uh, but that is that is definitely a movie we're seeing as polar. Uh, you got to kind of turn away uh, when it gets to the – the torturing stuff, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't tolerate it. Uh, but Luis, yeah, definitely, man. If if you like John Wick, you're gonna. If anybody likes John Wick, go watch Polar 2019. Um, because he just fucks these millennial faggots up. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, do we have any more super chats, or can I go home? There's Nick. Yeah, ah. Damn it, bacon. 220. Oh, 223. Really? Really, bacon? Really? Can't download on SoundCloud. Cheers down there. All right, all right, all right. I'll put it, I'll put it on the MP3. Yeah, you know I'll deliver it. You know I'll deliver it. Ria Carta for five uh, British pounds, which is actually like seven US dollars. That's serious money. I always get excited when somebody from like South Africa or like, you know, Durka Durkistan. Hey, 10,000 ukabooks. I'm like, hey, oh my God, am I rich? Like, yeah, no, it's 38 cents. Uh, Rhea Carta, aka, oh, Black Kojak. Oh, dude, you're Black Kojak. You always make comments on the, yes, yes, I know. Holy shit. Yeah, what's up, man? Uh, showing some support. Do you have any tips on starting over in a new town or city? Uh, dude, it, yeah, uh, it's all on you. It's you got to go out there, and uh, it depends on the city size and the city town. It also depends on your age. Like, if you're a younger guy, um, which I don't think you are, I think you're like lower 30s, later 20s. Um, it, it's you just got to go whatever problems we had with public education, K through college. It did provide you a solid group of people, uh, your same age, your same genre, your same uh, generation, in one coalesced uh, environment. Uh, but after that goes away, you're on your own, man. I'm, it, it, and it takes a lot. So I would be hitting up the meetup groups. Uh, I know I found a pretty cool group of people 
uh, playing uh, Dungeons and Dragons, you know, the the board game group. Uh, but what I'm afraid that you're going to face is no matter how much you try, there's not a, a great social life. I know Rich Cooper, he gets into car racing because he's into cars. Uh, if you're in a ballroom dance, you'll go do ballroom dancing. There are communities and everything out there. You, you just, you have to go and search it out and hunt it down. Um, but it just, it just takes so much time. It, it, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun when you go out and, uh, meet different people. It's new. It's like something that you got to sink your teeth into ballroom dancing, auto mechanics, whatever, but inevitably nothing lasts forever. And it's just, you know, although if you're in a new town, your, uh, investment horizon is what three to five years. Um, so yeah, I do ballroom dancing, any meetup group of, of your interest, but don't have high expectations and hopes uh, because that's, that's what I'm finding out with a lot of, uh, a lot of my listeners and audience. I'm not saying I'm not saying it to kiss everybody's ass, but guys, we're not average. Uh, I wrote "Curse of the High IQ" for a goddamn reason, and so uh, you know, Rich, don't don't uh, don't have high expectations, man. You know, go do, have fun. I've always found ballroom dancing to be cool, uh, as long as it's not gotten to the single Christians group stage or the social justice warrior stage. Um. Hiking groups. If you're in a hike, what town? Give me, I mean, give me a, give me a little more info here. I could tell you what to do if I knew what town. But do not have any high expectations. Uh, but yeah, you got it, it. It's a job. It's a part time job. You're gonna have to do it. Andrea Cruz, tell us how hot the GF is. She is a uh, a solid seven. Can upgrade to eight. Um, she was fat. When she first started, I, I didn't start dating the GF right away. We were friends for two to three years. Um, she had short hair. She looked like a guy. We made jokes on her. Uh, and then she lightened the fuck up. She lost weight and grew her hair out long and started wearing sexy shit. And every guy was like, holy shit, look at this girl. What's going on here? And uh, I kind of the timing was very interesting because I was dating a, a girl at that particular moment in time uh, who was mental and I wasn't really, I was not at all in, uh, invested in her. And this is the one that hit me when I said I didn't want to date her anymore. And I'm like, why the fuck am I doing this? Well, it turns out the GF at the time was losing weight and becoming female because she liked me. And um, she made that, clear in no uncertain terms uh with cooking and and niceness and she's just a nice gal so she is a seven uh when it becomes busy season she becomes a six because she gains weight not to give you dirty gossip and crap but i'm not gonna be like this this like oh dude bro i'm like uh, out here in las vegas and i'm banging nines and tens the entire time oh flippity flippity flip dick uh no Date a girl that's like a solid one point below you. Absolutely. Uh, she she can gus up to an eight. Absolutely. A very hot eight. Maybe even eight and a half. Uh, back in the day, like I said, when we were, she was laid off and we didn't have to work. Uh, we were hiking all the entire time. 
And she got a job like a responsible fucking person. God damn them. Uh, but yeah, she's hot enough. Uh, I won't lie. I'm not like, oh yeah, my chick's totally fucking hot. That way, you know, I'm legit. <laughs> I'm not joking. All these fucking fakes on the internet. Like, oh, I'm getting laid all the time. Yeah, but bullshit. No, she's a good quality girl. Uh, a la Rush's last book, which I'll promote again. A lady, which is going to be of no benefit. Uh, to any of you guys because uh it's for women but it's a it's an interesting intellectual piece uh he's he's moved on he's grown up he has realized that uh the game and chasing and girls and tail that's all fun but once your notch count gets above 50 what the fuck is 51 or 52 gonna be and uh you know you gotta think of a little bit more um serious and concrete matters and that's that's the girl that's the gf she's a uh, a real gal has a real job um pretty enough you know oh is there hotter chicks of course there's always going to be hotter chicks absolutely uh but it's the lack of pain assery and there's the stability and the calm and the serenity and any old guy will tell you, like, yeah, they'll take that. They'll take that over a drama queen who's a nine or a ten any day. Uh, so the the GF is is hot enough, hot enough. That's a, it'll get it up. It'll get it up. That's how hot the GF is. Uh, and then Rainy Wowex for two dollars says, "Do you think AOC will run in twenty twenty four? She'd be thirty five. Oh, she might. Uh, I think she would." Cause she's such an egomaniac and, and out of touch and delusional. Um, she would, because that's she's on the path. She's on the path. That woman has never worked a real job in her life. I know she was a bartender for 48 seconds in her life. Uh, she'll never, uh, actually work a real job. So now she's a congressman. Uh, she'll, she'll probably do. That. And then if she doesn't get reelected for whatever reason, a Democrat bumps her in the primary, um, she'll go and you know run for Senate or city council or something because that's that's her uh, modus operandi. That's all she knows. Uh, she doesn't want to work. Uh, that that's its work avoidance. But if she keeps going, yeah, because once you get to politics, I mean, all right, you got your money. Everything's basically taken care of. What's left? Uh, just more power to become queen bee. I mean, look at how it ruined Hillary Clinton's life. Hillary Clinton. Is a is a miserable cunt because of that because she just couldn't she had to have that power she just had and 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 she's just this miserable woman. Uh, Ocasio Cortez has nothing else in her life either. Uh, she will probably she'll she'll never leave the public sphere. She'll never leave politics because that's all she's capable of doing is living off of others and having nonprofits pay for her. She will not actually go and become. You know, what is she going to do? Major in engineering and go work in the private sector? That's not her. She she ain't going to do that. So she could try and run. I don't think she'll uh, she'll win the primary uh, because the Democrats won't let it. <laughs> A la Bernie Sanders is like whoever prominent bitch is. That's basically going to be the Democrat prominent bitch. Who's prominent bitch? It's not Hillary. All right, it's Camelia Harris. All right, that's the other. There are uh, older women who have put in their dues. Uh, that will slice her throat. 
before they let her run for uh, president. All right, that's rainy. Body ba. All right, gentlemen, ladies, that's it. I'm out of here. Thank you for all the super chats. Uh, check out, subscribe, like, bobbity bob, boobity boo. And then also do subscribe to the Older Brother uh, channel. That would help out with the uh, numbers and the statistics. And I'll see you guys later. Toodles.